What's up, everyone? This is James Quilty, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Your Faith podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about what is your identity? Who are you? Have you ever asked that question? Who am I? You know, what am I doing here? You know, what, what is my purpose? We all have these questions, but it all stems in who you think you really are, what your identity is. And we're going to get into that in this episode. So let's get to it. As followers of Christ, we know the reward that awaits us at the end of our lives. The big question is, how do we live our life here on earth as we walk towards eternity? Is it a sin to want to earn more money than what I already have? Or should I be grateful for just getting by? Do I stay single like Paul or do I get married? Am I less righteous for wanting a nice home or a new car? And is God more pleased with me if I'm in shape than if I was unhealthy? These are the questions that I had years ago, and through the scriptures, I found timeless principles that not only answered these simple questions, but unlocked a path to an abundant life that Jesus talked about. My name is James Quilty. Join me as I seek, share, and learn to apply the simple principles hidden in the Bible that teach us how to be successful in this life the way God intended. Welcome to the Beyond Your Faith podcast. So I'm really excited about this uh, episode. I know a lot of people, you know, they kind of ask about, you know, what is your identity or they're kind of, they kind of blow that off. Um, I know when I was younger, I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, I know who I am. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, Coach JC, you know, that's, that's, that's who I am. But it wasn't until just like recently, um, I had taken on a client and, uh, you know, we had worked previously uh, together and then, you know, our, our, because of, you know, just life, you know, our paths, you know, separated. And then we came back, you know, together, she had reached out and asked if I could, you know, help her because she was in a spot and she, you know, was, um, you know, really wanting, you know, for me to coach her again. And I was like, absolutely, you know, sure. And what I was finding out as we, as I was coaching you, know, her, that, um, and, and it, it was, it was interesting because I started to think back on all the clients that, um, would yo-yo, right. Would get results. And then they would, you know, um, they wouldn't be coaching uh, with me anymore and they would revert back to their old habits. Right. And they would come back. And at first, uh, you know, because I'm going to be honest, it could be, is it okay if I, if I'm totally transparent, I used to think it was like, well, because of course, you know, you need me, you, you need me to coach you. You don't have a coach. That's why you're reverting back. Right. And I was a little arrogant. Well, I won't say a little, <laughs> a lot. Right. And it was very, it was, it was selfish type of, of motives or I wouldn't say motives, but it was just, you know, me being human and, you know, thinking a lot higher of myself than, than what I should. And it honestly, uh, you know, now, you know, fast forward a few more years, I'm a little bit more mature. If you talk to my wife, not a lot, but just a little bit, but I realized it had nothing to do with me at all, right? I was guiding them, but them yo-yoing and this new client that, that, that I was taking on, um, the big issue that I was finding was when you yo-yo, it is because of your identity, it is because of how you see yourself. What do I mean by that? Well, there was a research that was done, you know, um, years ago. And forgive me, I can't uh, recall the exact uh, study, but what it had found was nobody would do anything outside of the current beliefs that they had, right? And so, what do I mean by that? So, let's just take you know health and wellness um, as as an example. So, if you find yourself right um, not wanting to be unhealthy, right, you're a little bit overweight um, and you want to lose some pounds, and so you start, you know, you go to see a personal trainer, um, you start you're changing your diet, you start exercising, you know, you start getting some results. You may even you know, hit your goal, and then all of a sudden 
you stop doing those things that you did previously that got you those results and you start reverting back and you start getting into those old habits, right? It's not because you're lazy and it's not because you have you know, lack of, of willpower. It has everything to do with how you actually see yourself, right? It is the identity that you have and um, the, uh, the, the old, I would say that, you know, the, the facade, not the facade, but it's the, the, the way that you, uh, you look at yourself, right? And it's, it's that underlying belief. And most people, when they yo-yo, it is because they truly believe that they are that old, that old overweight person. They are that uh, they're that uh, person that's sneaking food in the middle of the night. They've adopted that identity, right? And why do I bring this up? Well, I bring this up because the same thing in your spiritual walk. You want to do great things, right? You want to um, you know, have a life and uh, be successful to glorify God and also to bring other people through your actions um, to the faith, to belief in Jesus Christ. Am I right? And it all comes down to, well, first, before any of that happens, you have to change your identity, right? You were that person before Christ. And then once you, you know, believed in you know, in the, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, right? You became a follower of Christ. You are walking in his righteousness, you know, through your faith. Well, you're never going to change that old, your old habits on what you used to do until you adopt a new identity. And I want to bring you to Ephesians uh, chapter one, uh, verses uh, three through uh, uh, three through 10, right? find this fascinating when it says praise be to God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight in love he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in in the one he loves. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and understanding, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to be or to be put into effect when the times reach their fulfillment to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. So what that that passage and we were going over this in our Bible study um, just the, this uh, this uh, past uh, weekend um, it was it was fascinating because as I was reading that I was looking at it from new eyes and I would like to think that I was looking at it from the eyes of somebody who has actually changed their identity from that old you know um, you know arrogant uh, you know self-serving uh, you know person that I was before I became um, a Christ follower in the eyes of somebody that I have adopted the identity that God had for us the identity that I have in Him which is he already chose me to be holy before I was even born. He already blessed me before I was even born to do the things that he wanted me to do before I was even a thought in my parents' um, uh, my, my, my parents' mind. Does that make any sense? And he also you know, talks about you know the um, 
that the, you know, uh, the the forgiveness of our sins, you know, through Him, He's giving us a picture of adopting the identity of us in Christ. He also, before we were even born, I love this. He predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and his will. He already predestined us to be adopted into his family in Christ. Perfect with no blemish whatsoever. Does that, isn't that awesome? Does that make sense? But I bring this up and I use that example at the beginning of the podcast of my, um, my coaching client. If you want to have a successful life, if you want to be able to walk in the riches of our Lord and Savior, you want to be able to have the faith and the authority that he has, um, he has already granted us and to be able to do the things that you saw the apostles doing, to be able to do the things not only in your life, but also the other people that are around you, that are in your community, to be able to, um, um, to show the the love and to have the, to show the love of Christ, but also have the faith of the, of the apostles and the people uh, that you that we read about, you know, the the prophets in the uh, the Old you know, Testament. In order for you to do that, you have to be able to adopt this new identity. You have, and Paul talks about this, taking off the old man, right, crucifying it to the cross, and also adopting this new man or this new person that you are in Christ. It is your identity and it starts with that. Just like I uh, talked about my old clients, they never got past and and now she's actually you know getting better results than when we were first working together because um, I started to see this. The, the Lord started you know, to reveal this to me that it's all about identity. And we started to work on her identity, right? And I started you know, giving her different strategies in order for him to, for order, excuse me, for or, in order for her to crucify that old person who was unhealthy and to adopt this new identity of this healthy person. Now, it doesn't mean that um, physically she is where she is at, right? That is the byproduct of her uh, changing her beliefs and walking in the um, in the belief of her uh, being healthy and her adopting this new healthy lifestyle. It's not something that she has to do. It's something that she um, is uh, required to do because that is who she is. She is this new healthy person, right? And it is the same thing with you in Christ. You have to adopt that new image. You are not that old, broke, busted, and disgusted person before you came to Christ, right? And now that you are in Christ and you are a Christ follower, you have adopted his identity. You are righteous. And again, not by your own works, but by the works that he has already done. You are righteous through him and you are already predestined to be righteous and you are already predestined to be adopted into his family, which makes it so amazing. And the enemy is always trying to take our eyes off of this new person. And why do you think he's always, you know, uh, bringing stuff up from the past into your mind? Why do you think that, that that happened? It's not by accident. And it's not to make you feel, well, I guess it is, you know, to make you feel guilty. But the real purpose is, is because he's trying to keep you shackled to that old person that was uh, crucified on the cross when you came into Christ. Does that make sense? Right? And so every day you have, have to renew your mind, just like in Romans. In Romans 12, when it talks about, um, you know, uh, you know the, the constant renewing of your mind, right? And it is, you are doing that. Why? Because you are continually reminding yourself of the new person that you are, developing a new 
belief. And once you change that, you will be able to overcome and finally put to the grave those old beliefs of that old person, regardless of who comes at you and tries to bring those things up. Right. You did it. You've been, you've asked for forgiveness. It is done. It is nailed to the cross. I'm not that old person, you know, again, you know, I know, I, um, you know, I've made some mistakes, you know, in, in my life and, you know, I've, um, you know, met some people who, uh, I was around when I made those mistakes and they, some of them brought it up and uh, not in a, in, a, in a nefarious way, but they were just like, Hey, I remember, you know, when you were you know doing such and such, you know, now you're talking about, you know, God, what is all that about? Right. Um, and I, you know, simply told me you're, um, you're absolutely right. I was not, I'm not the same person that I was before. And it was because of those mistakes that I know I hurt you and I hurt a lot of other people. And that was, uh, the, one of the factors that led me to wanting to be a different person. And now that I am a believer in Christ, I'm not that old person. I'm not that person that made all those mistakes, uh, you know, uh, previously, you know, I am somebody new and I'm walking in a new path and I am walking in some, you know, um, a, a new, uh, you know, belief pattern and I'm walking in the righteousness of my Lord and savior, right? Does that make any sense? And it goes the same thing for you. So if you find yourself struggling, if you str- find yourself going back to old habits, it's because you haven't crucified the beliefs of that old person. You're still holding on. You're trying to, to be a new person in that old person's belief patterns and habits. Does that make sense? And so it really starts with your identity and the beliefs that you have. And you really, that's where the, um, that's where reading the scriptures and that's where I believe the scriptures come alive when it says that God's word is, um, sharper than a two-edged sword, uh, sword, you know, able to, you know, to cut through bone and marrow. And what that scripture is telling us is that God's word is alive and God's word can actually cut through all of those lousy belief patterns. And it can literally separate you from that old person thinking and bring you into, um, that new, uh, identity that he wants you to have in him. Does that make sense? That's why reading the scriptures daily is so important. It's not because you have to do it to be saved like most pastors will tell you absolutely not you're doing that because there's mat i want to say magic excuse me, that's a wrong word there is power in god's word there is not a lot of power in man's word but there is power in god's word and it would it, it will basically cut off and reveal the your true identity and also show you where you have been hanging on to those old belief patterns. Does that make any sense? So the minute that you decide, I am going to be a follower of Christ, you are that new person. You have adopted that new identity and you have to renew your mind daily through the scriptures in order for you to be able to uh, develop a new belief system. And it all comes down to the belief. And once you start seeing yourself as Christ sees you, you are going to be able to get rid of and not fall back into those old belief patterns. That's why identity, and I believe that is why so many Christians struggle, is because of belief. Because of their identity, they're believing the wrong thing. They look at themselves as that old person, just like my client did. She looked at herself and why she and so many other of my clients struggle is because they still believe in themselves as that old, overweight person. They're not that person anymore. They need to adopt and ever, and that's why um, she hired me is because I'm there to remind her and to continually show her who her new identity is and how she can walk in that. And the minute that she starts to believe that, that is when she will be able to once and for all put all those bad habits to bed. Does that make any sense? 
So that's all that I have for you. I hope you got some value out of this. And again, thank you so much for listening. And as always, I'm going to talk to you in the new episode with your new identity. You have an awesome day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found this episode informative, inspiring, and most of all, helpful. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your family and friends. Until next time, keep searching God's word and applying what you have learned to live an abundant life that honors him.